As we all know, Yoshi's a horse because horses squat down and lay eggs and Yoshi lays eggs. And Yoshi's also a dog because dogs also lay eggs. So that is why we decided to watch Super Mario Brothers. Hey! Hey! Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. From Brooklyn. Fuck you. I'm walking here. <laughs> Welcome to Rough Cuts. They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. special guest today Ty Tuesday hello hello everyone I have never seen the Mario Brothers movie before today and I gotta say I was clearly missing out this movie's fucking slap (laughs) I've forgotten it's been so long since I've seen it oh I think this is a movie that does better with age the longer you go without realizing that you have seen the Super Mario Brothers movie the better it has gotten somehow it's yeah like there was this weird tenaciousness towards like uh it's not actually real mario but now we're so far out that i like am interested in whatever wild thing they're doing like i want super mario bros the movie the game like unironically because it's its own universe and it's amazing absolutely yeah i think that at the time i'd have been pretty pissed because it's just so far off from what mario is but like like you said, with the distance of time, it's like, man, this is great. It's just super wild. Oh, Like, they had a really good image in their head of what they wanted to do with the different concepts of Mario Brothers. And they fucking ran with it. They did not, like, oh, well, we'll throw it in as a reference. No, they fucking went, like, off the cliff into the fucking <laughs> valley. And then just kept rolling down a hill with the idea. Yeah, like, they had a complete and total refusal to, they're like, okay, we'll incorporate it, but we're going to make it, like, a crucial plot point, and we're going to make it what we need it to be, which is wild. The uh, magic rock being a key point <laughs> in yes. this film is mm, amazing. Well, and they keep on showing a babom, and it could have just been a thing where they just throw it and it explodes. <laughs> But they have, like, no. a five-minute babam scene, which rules. It's so good. The babam is amazing. Like, and every single person in the f- fucking film that sees the babam is like, holy shit, babam! <laughs> like, diving out of the way. <laughs> and it's this tiny, like, inch-high prop that is just garbage. It looks like trash. 
It's so yeah, good. it's like one of those little wind-up toys with the two little tiny feet that kind of walk past each other. Like you wind them up and they just kind of strut along, and they just. Oh, they had so much fun with that thing. Like, they have it, like, climb up a wall. At one point, they use the same footage, but upside down, and they're like, yeah, see, it's on the ceiling. It's definitely <laughs> different, yes. It's an unstoppable force, the bomb. You can't, you can't quit it. It'll oh. come for you no matter where you are, like an inch at a time. This film does physical comedy so mm-hmm. well throughout the entire thing. Oh, like, yeah. I am not perhaps, I am perhaps not John Leguizamo's biggest fan as someone who's been forced to watch the film the past multiple times, but John Leguizamo does a pretty good job of, like, selling a lot of the little goofy bits here, and Bob Hoskins is just a delight throughout. Yeah, Bob Hoskins mm-hmm. is... They have really good energy between the two of them. Like, it feels less like they're characters, more like they're just reacting normally. It's weird. Yeah, uh, they have a very natural way of acting throughout this insanity that happens, because it's a lot of wild shit. The, all the actors, I think, just had an absolute hoot with this. Like, they were just going for it. Dennis Hopper monologues so like well. It was either they were having a really great time, or they were so done with it that they're like, no, here, this is what you get. I'm hamming all over. Deal yeah, with it. Either way. <laughs> like, yeah. It works no matter what. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dennis Hopper's pizza so- gun monologue. Still <laughs> yes! Pizza gun. <laughs> so good. Okay, let's get yeah. into it. So anyway, we watched The Pest. So The Pest starts off with... <laughs> TriStar Pictures and the Bubble Factory present John Leguizamo as The Pest. All right, now I've got the upper hand, gentlemen. What's to keep me from shooting you right now? Ow! Oh! Wait, the pest no. starts off with no, the no, worst no. and best part of The Pest, which is John Leguizamo singing about how he loves to impersonate people and oh, it's the pest. <laughs> I have never seen the pest, but there's no dog in the pest, so I'm safe. Thank you. I think we're Let's safe. Not talk Phew. about it. Okay, so so Super Mario Brothers starts off with a uh, I guess it's like a weird computer animated MS Paint scene about how the dinosaurs died to a meteorite that landed in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, the beginning scene that it looks like it's done in yep. Mario Paint. <laughs> And and how it spawned the question about what if there was a parallel universe in Brooklyn, New York. A long, long time ago, the Earth was ruled by dinosaurs. They were big, so not a lot of people went around hassling them. Actually, no people went around hassling them because there weren't any people yet. Just the first tiny mammals. Basically... Life was good. Oofa. This is some graphics. Don't get no better than this. This is some color of dinosaur NES graphics. Where Brooklyn at? Then something ah, right here. <laughs> giant meteorite struck the earth. Goodbye, dinosaurs. <laughs> but what if the dinosaurs weren't all destroyed? What if the impact of that meteorite created a parallel yeah, what dimension if? where the dinosaurs continue to thrive and evolve into intelligent, vicious, aggressive beings? Yeah, Just what like if? us. And hey, what if they found a way back? Yeah, 
Very what important. if when the meteorite struck and killed all the dinosaurs, it didn't kill the dinosaurs. It just split them, all the dinosaurs exactly into another dimension, but yes. not the mammals. Not the mammals, though. They're, they're fine. Uh, <laughs> which, honestly, like a pretty good idea for sci-fi, right? Like, where are the dinosaurs? Well, they're in a parallel universe. Duh! Sure. <laughs> like, die, you idiot. <laughs> it's got a very, like, center of the earth lizard people kind of feel to it, honestly. Yeah. It really goes there. It's very, like, 50s, 60s, like, sci-fi show, almost. It's great. We also see a robed woman in cult robes walking up to a Christian church and leaving a baby on the doorstep. Uh, but it's not a baby. It's an egg. And out of the egg hatches the baby, like most humans. And for the record, it is, the baby is delivered in a basket that has a big, like, like a Kal-El pod in it. Like, yes. it's got a super, a baby Superman pod. And then the lady who's dropping it off, like, lovingly puts a stone into, like, inserts a crystal into this baby pod and then leaves it. And... Yeah, a baby hatches out of an egg, which, now that I'm thinking more about it, makes even less sense if she's supposed to be, like, a, a fungus descendant. Whatever. I, Whatever. I <laughs> like it even more that in this scene, as this egg, this egg is hatching a baby out of it, and throughout it, they keep cutting to the stained glass window of Jesus, looking down lovingly yeah. on this baby egg from this weird pod <laughs> with a gem in it. And it, as we all know, Christians hatch from eggs, just like horses yeah, yeah. and dogs. Yes, it's such a perfect <laughs> yeah, start the, to the, the energy. three wise men follow. <laughs> the three wise men follow the stars until God. they found a manger with a big ass egg. <laughs> in it. it starts <laughs> off like. You could almost consider uh, Daisy, who is the child that is born from the egg, to be, like, a Satan tie-in, almost. Like, the way that it that and opening comes scene from happens the underworld the is so Satanist. Yeah. yeah. I guess. It's sure. so weird. It, it's, it does start with I, Like, I could easily see someone mistaking it and thinking the opening was going to be that, um... Like the thing that hatched out of the egg becomes King Koopa or, or something. something, but yeah. no, it's it's the princess, yeah. <laughs> Princess Daisy. Yeah. Honestly, it almost I, I, with your thing about it being Satan, I'm like I could honestly see this being like a Hellboy opening, like Hellboy hatching out of the egg. I mean, like they go to they go to hell. <laughs> yeah, like not even very much far after this, they go to hell. Anyway, okay, so uh, there's also a little side plot about some missing girls uh, in Brooklyn who have been abducted or something. Uh, and that is brought up and also very important. And then we're introduced to the Mario brothers, Luigi and Mario. I'm sorry, Luigi Mario and Mario Mario. <laughs> There's a lot of Marios. Once again, this this movie is not willing to just, or it, it's very willing to just like make a joke out of everything. Like it, it's afraid, it's not afraid to be silly once in a while. And the Mario Mario Luigi Mario scene is like a great example of that. Yes, yeah. I mean, they're the Mario Brothers, right? So their ha their last name has to be Mario. That's last awesome, name. Mario. Okay, what's your name? <laughs> Luigi, Luigi, Luigi. No, Luigi Mario. Okay, look, how many Mario's are there between the two? It's <laughs> Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Mike, Mike, up these Mario's around the side. The only way it makes sense. It's logical. Otherwise, they'd be the they'd be the brothers Scapelli. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck Scapelli. You kidding me? Woo. Scapelli. Scapelli. Yeah, so importantly, <laughs> Scapelli is the mobster plumber boss 
who yeah. <laughs> was trying to muscle in on the Mario Brothers shtick, and Princess Daisy has grown up to now be a paleontologist? Yeah, like an some sort of an archaeologist, paleontologist, yeah. Yeah, so Scapelli was doing construction and blasted a part of Brooklyn open, which opens a portal into the other dimension, and there's a bunch of, like, half-human, half-dinosaur skeletons in it, so Princess Daisy is investigating. Yes. She meets the brothers uh, while looking for a payphone, and Luigi's creeping up on that Daisy. (laughs) Real hard. (laughs) There, There is one bit in here that is so good, and it's like Luigi's using the phone because, like, they're calling, someone's calling, like, oh, we need plumbers or whatever. But as he's handing the phone over to Daisy and kind of being, like, you know, love-struck or whatever, so the whole... opening is that the Mario brothers are like desperate for work because the Scapellis have mostly taken over the operation Scapelli. I think is the idea. Yeah, so as you as he's handing over the phone just dumbstruck, you just hear this guy in the background being like, "Oh my god, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Send every plumber you got. Jesus, there's water everywhere." <laughs> as he's handing this phone over and it's so good. Like it's it's slightly muted so you have to listen, but holy shit, it was yeah. funny. Luigi <laughs> with just stars in his eyes slowly hangs up the phone as this guy's just <laughs> screaming like, "God damn it, I need the plumbers." Oh my god, there's turns all over. Set like 50 plumbers. Jesus Christ, I'm drowning in shit. As a homeowner, anytime that there's a leak, that is exactly re- your reaction. So I felt this in my core being. They're trying hard to channel the three stooges. Oh, yeah. Two of them, and it's working about as effectively as that can. Nice. <laughs> okay, that's a pretty good Water. detail. Bring every plumber you can. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love that. Whoever did it on the other side was having a great time there. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> oh, but then yeah, then oh, Luigi's kind of sitting over her shoulder, and he's like. I heard you're Daisy. And he just, he's the creepiest weirdo to her. And Mario comes in and saves his ass. Yeah. Yeah, they have very good, like, brotherly, but also clearly, like, mentor-student kind of relationship going on. And it extends to literally everything they do in this film in a really fun way. Like, Mario's kind of the schlubby dude, but it's very obvious that Luigi just thinks he is the master of the universe. Uh-huh. Like, yes. Whenever there's a problem, he's just like, Mario will know. It's fine. Mario will know. Uh, and yeah, in this case, he's like hitting on Daisy. And as he's flubbing and dropping every single line, like Mario's like peeking over his shoulder being like, Say you want to go to dinner. Say it tonight. (laughs) And just like coaching Luigi through it. Oh, so good. As a a person with a brother that's 10 years older than me, this is perfect brother energy for that age difference. (laughs) Like it's a much older brother. It's like half half father, half brother. You're like, okay, yeah, need to listen to this man. Yeah, just kind of like, I I know how I acted when I went through this stupid shit and uh, what I wish I would have known. So here, Mm -hmm. let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we're also introduced to Spike and Iggy around this time, which are two complete and utter doofuses. <laughs> and they are from the parallel dimension and also the ones that are abducting the girls. 
that we had heard in the background earlier. So they notice Daisy talking to the Mario Brothers, and after the Mario Brothers uh, pick her up and Luigi gets his date, they go out to dinner. And then afterwards, since it's a double date, they accidentally abduct the wrong girl again because they abduct Mario's girlfriend. They abduct Mario's <laughs> Brooklyn wife. I can't believe... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so all of the women in this film, particularly, like, the girls that get abducted, mm-hmm. they make a point a few times of just, like, a bunch of Goyles from Boyklin, <laughs> yeah. and they all have the thickest Brooklyn act. They are, it's amazing. There is one of the girls who is in a constant state of having a cigarette, like, halfway smoked with her hand kind of half-cocked out with her wrist limp, like people hold cigarettes very casually like she's doing that though the whole movie like every time she's in shot she's got a half smoked cigarette it's amazing like they made sure they're like we have to make these the most brooklyn they, ass women. they did field studies on brooklyn <laughs> and they came up with the exact right conclusion that this is yes this is how brooklyn i take are a brooklyn little women. bit yes. of issue with how you are portraying this because one of those girls is from Queens, but she's all right. Oh, that's true. <laughs> she's okay though. <laughs> Which, yeah. uh, again, jumping ahead a little bit, but there is a moment where, as they are being introduced to all of the girls that were, you know, thought to be the princess or whatever, and yeah, they're going through, and Mario's wife's like, "Oh yeah, except her, she's from Queens, but she's all right." Like, hey, come on, hey, fuck Stop you! Stop my chops. Hey. <laughs> 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 so good I'm glad they got good New York energy in all of this yeah <laughs> God this movie has real New York energy and it's so good it's, it's incredible how much <laughs> they leaned into that they're canonically Brooklyn yeah. plumbers like Mario's also I just want to take a moment that, like, he's got plungers on his wall as, like, trophies. Oh, yeah. They just really go for the motif. (laughs) This movie might have the most amount of plumbing I've seen in a movie at all. Period. There's so much plumbing and plungers and pipes. And plumbing is a core plot point multiple multiple times. It's so important. It's so important. Okay, so, so Luigi and Daisy go on their date to the archaeological dig site so that Daisy can show off her weird, uh, human dinosaur skeleton and the fucking scapellis come in with their goddamn sabotage and break a bunch of pipes flooding the the tunnel so luigi's a plumber he can fix it he knows exactly what to do (laughs) he does and he says multiple times he's like don't worry i know exactly what i need to do to fix this situation so he gets Mario. Mario. Again, they really kind of nailed the Luigi energy mm. on that one. That was <laughs> very good. And then they have a high octane plumbing action as they do like yeah. action movie music over Mario aggressively plumbing while Luigi hands him tools and they fix all the leaks. It's amazing. Uh. Thing. That plumbing action. Great. Now does this guy know his stuff, or does this guy know his stuff? Huh? I'm telling you. Okay. You ready? Say when. 
Let's go. Now. Capelli's just an amateur. Oh, I didn't know there were raid mechanics in plumbing. <laughs> if, if you don't, both don't turn the handle at the same time, a uh, boss appears and just wipes the party. Like you said, they have raid boss like, mechanics for this plumbing yeah. level <laughs> where they all have to just turn like valves every, at the same time. Every plumbing disaster, they both have to turn the valve at the same time. Otherwise, it won't work. If you only turn one valve, then the timer doesn't start. And like, <laughs> Then the Forget other about valve it. just cracks right open. Yeah. That's no good. Forget about <laughs> it. So so Spike and Iggy show up uh, behind them as they're holding the valves and grab their back and bonk them on the head <laughs> and then abduct Daisy. Okay. Now, Mario, who is a master of sewers, knows exactly the uh, distance that Echoes travel and which direction they would have gone. It's, again, this is a really good scene for just establishing, like, no, if there's one thing Mario knows, it is plumbing. Like, because, yeah, he just hears a scream and Luigi's like, oh, we gotta go. And Mario's just like, that was the echo, dummy. And Luigi's like, how do you know that was the echo? He's like, I have been in pipes for most of my life. Please, trust me, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm a nasty sewer man. I know all about these sewers, man. <laughs> I can just lead you anywhere. This, this might be the schlubbiest Mario has ever been, and I'm so here for for it. Real good. He he. There's a point in the movie where Mario was like, eh, "I'll fucking break that guy's neck and his bones. I'll shoot him in the leg." <laughs> like, the oh shit! Made, like, it's never that Mario's incompetent. That's the thing is Mario's always competent in this film. He just happens to be like a big dude, which is exactly Mario. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just kind of a big dude. He just happens to be really good at exactly what's needed. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so they follow the Echo to um, an Indiana Jones set, and as there's a waterfall and a crevice underneath them, they notice a uh, face of Daisy coming out of the wall in a weird Sandman particle effect. Um, and Daisy hands them the meteorite rock piece that she had gotten as a child uh, through the wall, and then she gets pulled in. So at this point, the brothers jump into the painting... That is that wall, which is exactly like the hidden painting in Super Mario 64. Like, it does the same wiggle it, effect, it for really the record. Yeah, like, yeah. the same ripple wiggle out. Yeah, it is exactly the paintings from Mario 64. It's wild to see. And then they get sent to hell. Yeah, yeah, Mario, Mario tumbles through, <laughs> kind of, like, a whole yeah. bunch of lava and just, like blues and reds and weird ways it's yeah it it's like just in between the real world and the lizard planet there is a there's just a single issue of heavy metal magazine you have to fall <laughs> yeah. yeah and then you get to the other side yeah <laughs> and, and the other side is a cyberpunk city the cyberest punkiest of cities Covered in fungus. It is so judge Yes. It's so dread, yes. The police Oh my god. The yeah. police have jackets that say police on them in rhinestones. <laughs> give yeah, rhinestones. Everyone, if you want to establish dominance in this world, all you have to do is get as many spikes on your outfit as possible, because that determines <laughs> your rank, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to find their way around the cyberpunk town, because they don't know where the hell they are. Uh, and they ask a very kindly old grandmother. Does somebody want to talk about the grandma scene? I'll... I can take grandma! <laughs> I want to take grandma! 
grandma comes over and she's like, oh, oh, boys, you probably shouldn't be around this area. You look really lost. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, it's just, can you help us around? She goes, oh, sure. Uh, you guys, you don't have any weapons on you, do you? And they're like, no, why would we have weapons? She's like, give me your cash, you well, yeah, sons of bitches. Asked, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, at first, she's just like, she's like, you know it's dangerous to be out here without a weapon, boys. Oh, you do have a weapon, don't you? And they're like, no. And yeah, she just pulls out the gun. It's like, give me your fucking money. And it's like... I'll help you into the grave. <laughs> yeah, and this very large leather-clad woman comes up and just grabs her by the feet and just throws her over the fucking she leg and suplexes <laughs> Granny into a taxi. <laughs> yeah, and then it's... Granny grabs her gun out and starts, like, blasting at the taxi driver and robbing him. And they're like, holy shit. You know, boys, it's very dangerous here in this neighborhood. You uh, shouldn't want to around without a weapon. Yeah. You got one? No. All right. Your money. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Don't, don't, don't touch that. Hey. That's fine. That's not even ours. Hey. Oh shit. Is there a oh, major shit. plot point of getting mugged by a grandma? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> what? This movie is awesome! I know! How the fuck did people not like this movie? It's so good! And this it's is so awesome! Good. This is like if Total Recall went to the next level, right? Uh, I just want to, for a second, too, we say taxi, but these are cars that are, like, bumper cars. They have, like, these big electric rods coming out of the back of them that they have to eventually, it seems like they charge up, maybe, on, like, electricity in garages or something. And they've got these huge exposed hot rod engines that are constantly sparking they're just all exploding. the time. They're exploding. Like, they're, they're just a constant firebox. It's amazing. It's real good. They took the combustion engine literally, and it's just great. <laughs> <laughs> so Granny stole the meteorite piece, but uh, this leather-clad woman stole it from Granny, and then jumps off with her super jump boots to the other side and steals it from the Mario Brothers. At this point, our Mario Brothers meet Toad, who is definitely starting a ska band uh, on the street. <laughs> Yeah, Toad is a Bob Dylan-esque figure, except no one likes him. Yeah. <laughs> so, just like imagine Toad. if Bob Dylan sucked a lot, but was still saying the right thing. So what we're saying is yeah, that we got Toad down perfectly. <laughs> they nailed yeah, Toad. Yeah, Toad, Toad's singing about how Koopa's like a fascist and a dictator, and he gets arrested by the cops, and then the cops are like, oh shit, is that a plumber? Get those fucking plumbers too! <laughs> Yeah, at this point, they, yeah, Koopa just puts out an all, all points bulletin for plumbers. And yes. I was confused and assumed that plumbing was a crime in this world. And no, it's in fact, they just were using the fact that they were plumbers as their main identifier, <laughs> which it seems like Mario and Luigi could just stop having plungers. Yes, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's an APB, an all plumbers bulletin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The prison sequence is really good. They get sent to the police station. Uh, they get asked their names. That's where we're finally told the canonical name of Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. How many Marios uh, does that make it? 
And it's great, too, because that scene, like, all you can really think about is just how funny, you know, the whole Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario thing is. But that scene is wild, like, because the entire time this guy is asking at the front desk, like, Mm -hmm. what's your name? Mario, Louis, what? Are you serious? There's, like, a lady in heels, like, kicking him in the side of the head. There's, like, people being, there's, like, cops throwing other cops over the banisters and shit in the background. Like, they make sure you know that this is a dystopia literally everywhere. Everyone is fighting 24-7. It's a fucking madhouse. It's so good. So, So they arrest them, they take them in to get their mug shots, and it's a really good scene. So there's, like, sniper lasers <laughs> moving around on the wall and and then they they land on the middle of their forehead and it's like oh fuck they're gonna shoot us and the yeah. camera extends and it takes their photo of them being like ah oh, jesus christ it's got very good don't look directly at the nozzle <laughs> we're calibrating the nozzle energy where like yeah these things are like the red dots trace to the middle of their forehead and they're just like well this is it <laughs> it's- yeah. Oh, and they have they show you the mugshot and it's just them looking like terrified and it's great because they use that mugshot no less than three more yes. times. Yeah, they keep pulling that <laughs> mugshot out, which makes it so much better. Like it's a good joke that they just run with, and that's like yeah. kind of the theme of this movie. There's a setup of a joke and then they just run with it, and it keeps happening. It's so good. Yeah, they <laughs> tend to not have like one-off jokes. They tend to pull it in there, and then pay it off, and then pay it off again later. Like, they do it a couple times. They always bring it right back around a few times. Like, the bob shows up, honestly, like, yeah. this early, right? Like, there's one of the chase scenes pretty early on. There is one yeah, it's just, fairly early. Yeah, it's as they're, as they're running through. So the other detail of this future city is the future city is covered in, like, a fungal slime. Mm-hmm. Like, a very, like, very base form fungus of, like, the thing that mushrooms actually are, if you dig too far down and find that it's all one grand mass under the earth, that kind of thing throughout the entire mm-hmm. city. In the prison, they also meet King Koopa, who is a germaphobe piece of shit. Well, weirdly enough, specifically a fungiphobe. Yes. Which is interesting because that is different (laughs) it is a different thing but yeah so he's like constantly dunking his hands in fungicide and shit yeah (laughs) yeah and cleaning them so he he introduces himself as their lawyer to try and get them out of prison and mostly so he can get information about where the meteorite is because he doesn't give a shit about these plumbers he tells them that king koopa is an evil piece of shit an egg-sucking son of a bitch is what he says yeah yes yeah and it's, yeah, because Mario comes in and he's just like, all I know is I heard about this Koopa Clown doing all this shit. <laughs> like, it was, yeah, calling him Koopa Clown was like, yeah, that is, that is the Mario Bros. Super Show uh-huh. right there. Oh, yeah. We need to talk to this goofball, uh, this Koopa guy. <laughs> yeah, this Koopa Clown, this mother hacker. <laughs> when they say they don't have the rock, Koopa gets very upset. And starts sort of, like, grabbing Luigi. Mario tries to stop him, and they fucking thwack him. And then immediately disinfect Koopa's hands. Because, oh god, he was touching them. (laughs) Yeah, so they have a bit where uh, Mario goes to shake Koopa's hand when he first walks in. And Koopa, like, noticeably retracts. And then later on accepts it and immediately pulls out hand wipes and starts wiping down again. Yeah. And then, yeah, once there's a fight... It's even better because, like, it's this great escalation of you kind of realize he's a little bit 
too much about this, like dunking his hands and stuff. And then the payoff, the, one of the first payoffs is, yeah, as soon as he's done roughhousing Mario, he just immediately goes, ah, and holds out his hands and one of his soldiers runs up and like sprays him with a huge bottle of disinfectant. It's so good. <laughs> it's such good like physical comedy. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> just like, ooh, gross, I touched the plumbers, please. <laughs> okay, so, so Koopa's plan at this point is to try and scare the plumbers with his de-evolution machine. So he takes Toad and the plumbers uh, into the de-evolution machine room and turns Toad into a Goomba. And when I say Goomba, I mean a very tall, large-shouldered man with a very tiny head. (laughs) So you know the talking heads where he has the real big suit so his head looks real small? Yeah. It's that, except the suit is that big and the head is that small. It's amazing. (laughs) So good, the Goomba. The Goombas are incredible. I think, like, okay, so I think a lot of people were upset about what they did to the Goomba, mm-hmm. right? Because the Goomba is just, like, a little mushroom dude with feet, no arms. Uh, and they turned it into this fucking <laughs> talking heads guy. But I absolutely love it. It's so goofy and stupid. They turned them into weird, small-headed And it works for what Goombas function yeah. as yeah. in the game, which is just, like, they're just really dumb, really easy to handle. But, you know, they, they can kill you if they touch you. <laughs> so. Yeah. After that, the Mario Brothers knock out the two Goomba guards next to them, and then grab Koopa and put him into the machine and de-evolve him a little bit. And then they try to escape. Okay. So, I guess we're escaping from the facility and the prison. They're... What are they doing? I guess they're, um... That's when they they hijack a police car during this. They go to get the... The fungus gives them a bomb at this point, but they they turn down. Mario's like, "What are you doing? Like, don't touch that fungus, <laughs> you idiot!" <laughs> Grabs him and drags him into a police car, and they have a bunch of future tech in this. Which, like, at, now we're looking at it, and I remember distinctly, like, Boyce is like, "Wow, like this was really in the future." And Time's like, "Yeah, like I guess, yeah, like I didn't really think of it either because it's so normal now." But they had like a whole GPS system in these cars, and it's like, wait, this is eighty nine, yeah, like. like like all future technology, there's GPS, there's uh, rip cords to stop your car so you can come in hot. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. Yeah, they have. So, you know, on aircraft carriers, how when you're landing a jet, a lot of times there's the. Yeah, uh, something is like it that. called a tow cable? It's called some kind of cable, but it. It's like the thing where you deploy a hook under the jet and as you're flying in and coming in at, you know, hundreds of miles an hour, you catch this thing to help decelerate you because you need another thing to decelerate you. They just had one of those in the police station. So as the car is coming in at like 120 miles an hour, Mario and Luigi are both in the back panicking like, oh my God, we're going to crash. And then it just catches. It's so unnecessary. There's so many little details of this movie. Like they really wanted to establish like this is a very (laughs) Stupid dystopia. Every scene that somebody drives a car, there's not a scene where they show a car driving that doesn't crash. Like, no. Every, like, even as they were parking valet at one spot, there was a point where, like, they had, like, a valet, and there's, like, cars coming up, and the cars just smash into each other in a line, and he just watches them, and he's just, like, signaling them to keep coming in. Like, they're all just that fucking dumb. It's really good. Not even people riding bikes know how to stop. They all crash into things. Every person riding a bike crashes into something in this fucking movie. Just constantly in the background. (laughs) That's the thing. We didn't realize, but. Yeah, Mandals are much better at piloting vehicles. So Luigi than... uses his video game <laughs> yeah, skills clearly. to hack the police car, and then they escape. But they escape in the stupidest way possible that I fucking love. 
Because <laughs> so they're they're escaping from the police. The police come up on either side, shooting fireballs into both sides of the doors. So they just stop, and the police cars shoot fireballs at each other, of course, and knock each other out. And then as they're still going, uh, the brakes break on the vehicle that they're escaping in, and they crash into a car. But they don't crash into it. They crash on top of it, and the other car just keeps fucking going. <laughs> I'm not sure if the brakes break, or if canonically in this universe, they don't have them. Which is... Oh, they just don't have brakes? No, have that makes cables sense! And shit. I think that's what it is. Yes. I think that's why what it is, is yeah, there's just no brakes. And everybody's just why, smashing yeah, their well, cars constantly. The oh yeah. my god, that's yeah. so I'm good. pretty sure that canonically there are no brakes in this universe. <laughs> just like there are no brakes on this shit. movie. But yeah, they launch themselves onto the top of this other car, and they're just go doing a police chase as like a double-decker car. It's... And then they eventually drive off of it as they get the car moving again, and then go into a tunnel into the desert. The sorry, okay. what what desert? The Koopa the Koopahara desert. desert. <laughs> Thank you. Just Koopahara. Yeah. That. Oh yeah. There's a lot of Mario references in just like business names and such, like the Bullet Bills, you know, bar or whatever. Yeah, there was like Bullet Bills Bar, and then Bullet Bills are also like the thing they use to charge the jump boots. And then there's all there's also yeah, that's um, the jump swamp boots industries swamp comes boots. up a few times. Yeah, there's the Thwomp Station that they stop at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of random references. So okay, let's go back to the Koopa for a bit. So at this point, uh, we're reintroduced to Daisy, who is uh, sitting in a room with some Thwomp pillows on a couch, and. She has been captured, and a small little dinosaur doggy is walking close to her, and we're introduced to Yoshi, the goodest boy. Alright, good dog energy. Oh, is this Yoshi? They had no idea what to do with Yoshi. Yes. Uh-huh, I haven't done... God, I have not seen this in so long. I forgot Yoshi was even in it until you mentioned it. <laughs> it's Whoa. just a tiny little dinosaur. It sure <laughs> is. Oh, man. Good doggy. And that dog That's... one day is going to grow up into a beautiful horse. <laughs> yeah. Well, we both know that we know that horses lay eggs, and we know that dogs lay eggs. Yep. I feel like mm-hmm. Yoshi is the missing link between the two. Must be. True. You say Horse and dog. Dinosaur. Yoshi is a pet of the royal family. You may pet him. Just, uh, you may don't pet move him. your hands around like a small wounded animal. I would say Yoshi's a pretty good dog in this movie. Yoshi does fill a very dog-like role uh, and does just a great job beginning to end. I can't remember at first the introduction, like, I know Daisy is, like, a little concerned at first. And then, is this where Koopa walks up behind and goes, say it, dinosaur. <laughs> is that, is that here? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. That delivery killed me. <laughs> yeah, she's like, is... Is is that a is that a and then he walks in behind her. Say it, dinosaur. Dennis Hopper had so much fun. <laughs> he either, like you said, he either loved this or hated it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> either way, it comes across very well. Spike and Iggy 
walk into his mud sauna to tell him that they did not get the brothers because they're in the Kupahara Desert. And King Koopa gets mad at them and decides to evolve them to make them smarter. Which turns them into... Uh, it turns them into Shakespeare quoting... They, they, they now just... They're just as dumb, but now okay. they go around and they go, Doth thou want <laughs> the thing. us to steal like, the gem? This movie is willing to go as silly in some points as it wants, and these two characters literally could be, if you just drew them as like a cartoon wolf in armor, they would just be the bad guy from the generic mm-hmm. Saturday yeah. morning cartoon. The one who talks like this all the time, mister. Yes, I will get him this time for sure. And they like, ha- they're those guys, and he literally does the thing that happens in every cartoon that runs long enough of those of what if I just make the minions smart for a day and it has the exact same result which is they start they're just as silly (laughs) they're just as stupid they just use more complete language and then also rebel which is amazing (laughs) yeah yeah oh my god so okay Spike and Iggy go to the desert they go to get the Mario Brothers the Mario Brothers capture them extremely easily because they're absolutely well, they capture themselves they just crash <laughs> yes they do they just crash their vehicle mm. for no reason um and and they talk them into telling them about the plot which is that king koopa de-evolved the mushroom kingdom king into this weird fungus and that he plans on getting the meteorite so that he can uh, re-merge the parallel worlds. And I think and this is about where we start having the discussion the of how bad of an idea it world. is to turn your greatest enemy into a grave mind. Which is exactly what Koopa did. He turned yes. him into an all, all, uh, all-encompassing all, fungal being that runs throughout the entire city and world. Like, uh, as Ilian put, you can't kill me in a way that matters. <laughs> like, why yeah, would no. you give that <laughs> gift to your enemy? <laughs> I'm a, I'm everywhere at all times. I see everything, and you can never kill me. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I will outlast what a horrible every curse. single one of you. <laughs> if you chop off uh, a piece of me, it becomes food for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing you can do. So they need to come up with a plan to get back to the city because the entire world is a desert except for the one city, as we can see on the globe. Yes, that has um, a model if you play it. Final Fantasy XIV, there is a point in uh, the Shadowbringers campaign where they show just like a tiny circle of a city on top of an otherwise completely blank globe. It is literally that globe. It is dead on. Like there's a mm-hmm. single circle, and he's like, "That's my place," and then he just spins the globe around, and it's just blank. <laughs> With this big ass city so, off of it, it's great. So their plan is to uh, knock out some garbage men and steal their truck to drive back in. So they they hide behind some rocks. Mario cocks his plunger uh, <laughs> and reloads it, I guess. And then they knock one out with a wrench and plunge with the other one in the mouth in a very weird fucking way. <laughs> steal the car. Okay, so the reason they're going back into town is because they need to find Big Bertha, which is the large leather-clad woman that stole their rock, which is also the name of the giant fish that will eat you in Super Mario 3. Mm -hmm. So I I appreciate that they took Big Bertha to this extreme of leather-clad cyberpunk woman. (laughs) Huge lady, it rules. Who will punch, who will knock you the fuck out. (laughs) 
by the way. Which we find out because Mario... So Mario ends up in a mustard suit with mustard-colored gloves. Yeah. Well, Luigi's in, like, a red suit. And they're wearing, like, all kinds they of go to manhole the dance chains. Like, they're, they're covered yeah. in, like, plumber attire. Like, it's amazing. They're... They're like the filthiest seventies disco dancer that you've ever seen. <laughs> and I, I also I like it, it purely from a cinematography standpoint because it makes both of them very easy to keep track of in this large crowd of people. Like it's you will always know yes, where Bob yes. Hoskins is because he is the brightest object on screen. <laughs> but he he goes to put the schmooves on Big Bertha here because he's like, oh, I'm. I'm going to watch this, Luigi. I know how to talk to women. He goes over to her, and she just fucking nails him in the mouth. <laughs> so he gets up, and he goes, oh, I like the way you hit me back there. That was real good. Yeah, <laughs> so he, then she wants to he dance. Literally, he's just like... Because <laughs> Mario hey, knows. He's like, hey, can you hit me again? That was uh, that was real good, the way you hit me. And she's just like, I'll let you have everything you want. Just dance with me. And he was like, all right. Like... <laughs> <laughs> And that's how Mario adds to his Brooklyn wife with his dinosaur wife. Yeah. Mario is really into that, in case you were curious. And yes, this is this is the story about how Mario started a harem in the cyberpunk parallel universe. Mario's got two wives <laughs> going with his two names. Oh, Jesus. Okay. But yeah, so it's like an extended dance scene kind of thing with some good physical comedy bits of, you know, he's trying to steal this rock from around her neck that she's still wearing as, you know, he's also trying to dance. Pretty pretty classic little physical bit. And uh, he does get it, and then he just runs away, leaving her brokenhearted on the floor, just like, My no, Mario. My Mario. I love that man. He would let me punch him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the Goombas and, oh god, what was Lena. her name? I forget. Luna? Lena? Lena. Lena. Yeah, Lena. <laughs> By the way, Bowser has a wife named Lena in this film, just as a heads up. Yeah, we didn't know the term <laughs> Bowsette for years, but I'm pretty sure this is what, <laughs> that we would have referred to her as Bowsette if there was a term for that. They're throwing <laughs> the meteorite back and forth over the dance club away from the goombas trying oh, to escape right. yeah as soon as they see the guards come in they immediately like luigi just turns to him and he's like you know how we know yeah. football strategies really well and he's like yeah of course <laughs> we do my brother and so they just are doing football calls as they throw this thing back and forth and then lena steps on it and they capture well they don't capture the brothers they do capture spike and iggy mm-hmm. Though, because they're they're sitting there at the bar getting drunk, talking about fascism yeah, and that fucking literally, Koopa he made his minions just a tiny modicum smarter, and they instantly rebelled. Like it's it's great, yeah. just like oh huh, our boss is kind of a huge oppressor, huh? We should stand yeah, up to weird. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so they captured them uh, as the Mario brothers escape because Big Bertha is so in love with Mario uh, that she punches somebody. In the, uh, the yeah, so they were running actually, into the office, and there. like yeah. as they open the door, it was her on the inside, and she cocks back like she's getting ready to punch Mario again, and instead, yeah, punches someone else out, and is like, yeah, come in here, pudgy cheeks, I love you. she didn't just he didn't no, just steal the pudgy rock buns, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. He stole he stole so not only she... the rock but also her heart. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> mm. 
So so she she tells them to use the stompers, which I which I would the, like to think cool it, Destiny Two has a very important legendary piece of equipment called stompies that let you jump better, and I I'm praying oh, it's a reference to this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it could be. So they they escape, and what happens? Oh, the pizza scene. The pizza scene. <laughs> oh, right, the pizza. I, I, I think that we need so, Ty if you want. The you pizza probably scene take is this one. Dennis Hopper in his full Bowser regalia, just casually holding a gun in his hand, pointing it at the screen on a video call with the pizza place ordering a pizza. So, like, it looks like he's pulling the ultimate future power move of, for some reason, instead of calling to order like they use a video call to order but also just holding yeah. a gun and being like you better get this pizza here on time it turns out later <laughs> on this wasn't as much of a power move as i thought because technology in this universe is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's a light gun phone yeah later on they show that all That's phones are operated with light guns so you never know if bowser's threatening you or trying to make a call it's really good <laughs> Python pizza here, may I help you? Yo, Koopa here. Koopa's ordering oh, pizza. Yes, I'd like the Koopa special. Pterodactyl tail on that? Yes. Dino, lizard, hold the mammal, no worms, and uh, spicy. Great. There's an in-universe pizza, pizza with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm on video, when I Zoom call Pizza Hut to order, I make sure they know I mean business. So I always show myself polishing my katanas in the back. <laughs> So good. I mean, it could be either, really, with Bowser, to be fair. So after Koopa orders a pizza, we are then at a point where the Mario Brothers sneak in to Koopa's giant corporate headquarters, mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, so they come in through the trash <laughs> area because they're trash men. I love garbage. <laughs> um, hey Luigi, we can go be stinky boys. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> and they they sneak into the uh, back boiler room area of the facility, as is canon in Super Mario World. You yep. always go through the Correct. back exit, uh, <laughs> and and they're like, "There's a lot of pipes here. Wow, this place hasn't been serviced in years. We're plumbers, right? Let's fuck it up." <laughs> Yeah, Mario says, let's freeze this place over, which, what plumbing <laughs> allows you to do that? Like, the, Mario creates an ice age inside of the pipes, which I think proves that, yeah, no, he's probably the best plumber, because yeah. I don't know how that happens. I was happens. Gonna say, it shows and, and the mastery even, of plumbing. <laughs> this isn't even yeah. a throwaway joke. That's the best part. This has a payoff. So... Yeah, they, everything in this film has a payoff. It's wild. Like, anything they set up does resolve. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so they find that uh, Mario, at the same time, is like, how do we, how do we, uh, I guess Luigi's, Luigi's asking Mario, how the hell do we sneak in now? We just set off the alarm. Oh, I got an idea. We'll just steal their plumber janitor outfits. And he's like breaks into a fucking locker, and then they're finally in their outfits instead of these weird mustard yellow disgusting clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We finally have the canonical red yep. Mario and green Luigi. Yeah, standing yeah. in their big stomper okay. boots in an elevator going up. And we get the very, very good elevator scene as a bunch of Goombas file in to find the intruders because they tripped an alarm. 
and they hide behind the Goombas, yeah. like, constantly, like, moving in their blind spot, I guess, as more and more yeah, file in. Yeah, because they're so big. Yeah, and... Yeah, they're like these nine foot tall, four feet wide idiots. So they're just, yeah, like kind of like standing behind mm-hmm. him the whole time. And this is where it gets better, though. It gets so much more important. Boyks, I think that you were, you were super excited for the elevator. You need to describe yeah. the elevator. So the elevator scene is kind of split up over three separate scenes as like divider mm-hmm. points between the plot. But at the beginning, yes, they're hiding behind the Goombas, and they're like, oh shit, this elevator's, like, there were two Goombas, now there's five Goombas, it's kind of getting full, we're gonna get found out, this is kind of fucking gross. <laughs> um, and eventually, they start hearing some elevator music, and Luigi's like, wait, Mario, I got this. <laughs> The scene. What? The scene. What, what is he? Teaching the Goombas to dance. Yup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Goombas to love. To dance. Live. Oh, hey, I'm kind of feeling it. Ooh, I'm kind of schmoozing. Okay. (laughs) This elevator. So why did they need to do that? They could have just climbed out. So they wouldn't hear or notice them, I guess. So they'd be too distracted. Also, so we could get this scene. Yes. I mean, this scene is worth it. It's very important. taught these Goombas how to love. Oh shit! <laughs> Mario, I have an idea, and Luigi comes up with the wildest idea. <laughs> it's the most Luigi idea, and I love that it works. <laughs> he, he grabs one of the Goombas from behind, grabs his hips, and then starts like moving them back and forth in time to the music. And the Goomba's like, oh, this is good. Yeah, I'm feeling the groove. Feeling it, feeling it, and starts dancing. And he grabs another Goomba. Then he grabs another Goomba. And the whole fucking elevator is just dancing to the music. (laughs) Yeah, Luigi teaches these de-evolved beings the joy of dance. And they are enraptured. (laughs) (laughs) So so they they escape through the, uh, I guess, emergency exit of the elevator on the top. As all the Goombas grab a partner and start swaying to the music. Yeah, they start ballroom dancing in the middle of this elevator. And then after Mario and Luigi have escaped, the elevator door opens and there's a single Goomba there who looks very distraught at what he is witnessing. And he's like, and then they all are like, oh, straighten up immediately. Yeah, it's really good. It has big Paper Mario vibes, honestly. Like this whole, it's so good. This movie kind of does that, which is weird. Like, looking at it from the lens of coming this far forward and now going back to the Super Mario movie, it's like, God, like, it, it captures where they went with Mario. Like, it wasn't what Mario was at the time, 
But where they went with Mario, it captures a lot of that. It's weird. Yeah, the weird joyous spirit of playing around with things. And that was like, I think to this movie's strength is uh, the environmental design. Like when we first walk into the city, like having all that stuff spread around, like, you know, bullet bills, drink clubs and stuff. Like in Origami King, there's literally like coffee shops you walk oh, into yeah, that yeah. give you all great dialogue. Like it is the most classic thing. And that makes sense because I, I, I was told this on Twitter and I double checked. The person who does the production designer who decided on how the cityscape was set up and all that stuff was David L. Snyder, who Mm. you might know for uh, being the art director for Blade Runner. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like, so when the cityscape comes up and it looks very much like Goof Troop Blade Runner, that's because it's Goof Troop Blade Runner. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, funny enough, oh, uh, as a quick aside, the directors of this, there's co-directors, who originally rose to fame and got to do this because they did Max Headroom. This is the people oh that made God. Max Headroom are the ones that decided to, <laughs> yes, this is their next thing That's after Max Headroom. They made ha- Max Headroom and then immediately <laughs> moved into Super Mario Brothers. How did people not realize this movie's so good? <laughs> like... No, I honestly think if this movie came out today, it would be way more popular. Oh, yes. Like, real time. Yeah, yeah. I'm amazed it isn't, like, a cult classic in the same way that a lot of these, like, really bizarre movies are. Like, it should be, because it's, like, legitimately a good and fun movie to watch, and it's fucking weird. <laughs> like, it's so weird. So, so Toad Goomba, who I forgot to mention also has a harmonica. Uh, shows oh, yeah. up. As soon as they turn him into a Goomba, he's like walking in with another one, and they're like, "Oh, you were a musician, right?" Here's <laughs> <laughs> not, not that he played harmonica before, but no, you do he now. <laughs> okay, so so he shows up in Daisy's room with a bunch of raw meat, and she's like, "I'm a vegetarian, man. I'm not gonna eat that. Can you bring me some steamed veggies?" Like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." Oh, oh. <laughs> and and Lena shows up and he's like, "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> okay, so. The reason Lena is here, because she's extremely jealous of Daisy, since Koopa is only talking about Daisy and not his wife, Lena. (laughs) Uh, So she is going to murder Daisy, because fuck her. (laughs) So, So she shows up with a knife, grabs Daisy, and starts to, like slit her throat or at least tries to well it's like it's weird it's a stabby thing Mm -hmm. is what it is like it's like it's shaped like a carrot with a sharp point so it like almost like a letter opener or something yeah it's like a it's like a punch knife yeah it's like it's just really pointed yeah like it's just to punch a hole in something so yeah it's like she's threatening to punch a hole in her and uh then yoshi does the thing what a good boy what a good boy so yoshi being the best boy grabs her leg with his weird Yoshi tongue, because they had to throw in the fucking weird Yoshi tongue, in this very... Did we mention that Yoshi's, like, a super realistic-looking raptor? Like a tiny little dino. Yeah, Yeah, very realistic. Not at all like a Yoshi. Yeah. Not not a Yoshi. Definitely a dog. (laughs) Some small, very scaly dog with a big tongue. (laughs) Yep. So, So Yoshi grabs her foot and pulls her away, and she stabs Yoshi as Daisy escapes. Which, not a big fan of that stabbing. Gonna, gonna point that out. Not a fan. So, okay, so Daisy's escaping through the hall and runs into Spike and Iggy, who are being led to somewhere with some Goomba guards. And she turns around, and there's Toad with a plate of steamed veggies being like, Oh, oh I got you the veggies. I got you the veggies. <laughs> Toad's just such a good boy. He's just so happy all the time. What a good boy. 
I, I, yeah, I love that yeah. even through the de-evolution process, his love for the true the true princess <laughs> just shines through. Yeah, I was gonna say one thing about Toad is that like he's got the tiny little Goomba face, but they have him be really expressive, and he's just constantly grinning and like laughing maniacally and stuff. It's great, yeah. and he's got his his eyes get all super wide, like he's very excited. Yeah, it's very good, and, like puppetry animatronic uh-huh. work. Every sure. time he walks, the harmonica plays randomly, like. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, occasionally in the back you'll just hear a little and you're just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay, so so uh Spike and Iggy, um like I guess they hit the Goombas and try to run away, and the Goombas shoot fireballs at them and hit Toad. And Toad's like, oh shit, I'm on fire, and th- throws his fucking plate of veggies. <laughs> A beautiful scene because it's like there's such a delayed reaction between him lighting on fire because he's like on fire a little bit still holding the veggies no problem and then the fire takes up like half the suit and he's like oh shit and then (laughs) and it's this huge delay and yeah as Luigi and Daisy are running away Luigi's like I gotta save or like I think it might have been Daisy. It was Daisy, yeah, yeah. Daisy grabs the fire extinguisher. Kind of a badass in this movie. Oh right, yeah. She's with uh, she's with the doofuses, yeah. And they're like, Mm -hmm. "Come on, we gotta go." And she's like, "No, no, that one's nice. (laughs) The one with the harmonica. He's dumb as shit, but pretty cool." (laughs) Yeah. So she grabs a fire extinguisher and extinguishes him. And the uh, Spike and Iggy, the two doofuses, uh, lead her and Luigi. Over to the king's chamber, where his throne still is, and the devolved, disgusting booger mass that is the king is introduced to her and Luigi. Um, no, no, wait, yeah, Luigi's not there, of, right? No, it's just her. No, Luigi's She's not got there. Yeah. Luigi's not there. Yeah, yeah Luigi yeah. comes back later to, I'm wrong, to yeah. meet the parents. But yeah, so they introduce her and are just kind of like, yeah, this is your dad, kind of. It's what's left of him. He was the first person to get super devolved. Uh, yeah, have a good one. And they just kind of like sneak away. They're like, yeah, yeah. we had fun with this moment. And yeah, she's just like trying to comprehend like, oh, my dad got turned into a grave mind. <laughs> like, yeah. They show her the fungus and then immediately beat cheeks because they know they're, they're like, oh, yeah. we don't have enough to revolution. So we're just going to leave, actually. <laughs> we've realized we've overstayed yeah. our welcome. Hmm. And they just get out. <laughs> okay. At this point, though, Luigi does stumble upon another Bob-omb while they're trying to escape from the elevator shaft and pockets it for later. Mm-hmm. And Lena has stolen the rock from Daisy at some point and then runs over to the meteorite to try and reinsert it and uh, c- combine the parallel worlds again. Yeah, she's like, not only Daisy, it's not just the royal family that has this ability. I think anybody can do it. I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. So she is doing that. Uh, the elevator shaft scene is where Luigi thinks that he can fly because he tries to jump across the elevator shaft and gets his pants yeah. hooked on a crane. And so then he tells Mario to jump and Mario just falls down the shaft like a doofus. Classic <laughs> Luigi. But yeah. Classic Luigi. They, Mario falls down the shaft, but the fungus bounces him back up and saves his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, yeah, after that, I think that's when they finally meet yes. back up because Daisy yeah. figures out how to use the light gun phone. Yeah. 
and finds them on the millions of cameras in this facility, and then is like, hey, you should come to this location where I'm Lena at. When did the Lena getting electrocuted scene happen? That was when Cooper that's was trying to arrest her. That's a little, bit, that's a little that's bit, bit after. Later. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember because she, oh, no, she, she does get electrocuted by the rock. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit after. She doesn't get the rock yet, yeah, I no, guess. She... I, I think I'm skipping ahead. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. This is confusing because there's so much shit happening. There's so in this much that happens oh, concurrently. God. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of wild. <laughs> Okay, so after they meet back up, Daisy's like, they found all of these Brooklyn girls. Oh, and, and uh, hey, what about your girlfriend? Oh, shit, I was supposed to take her to WrestleMania. Yeah, oh, it's so good. <laughs> Mario. No, no, Mario, that's not what I mean. I mean, they took your girlfriend. Oh, how's Daniela? Is she all right? Daniela. Shit, I forgot about my... <laughs> oh, WrestleMania, okay. She's in the Goomba barracks on the 51st floor. I gotta go save my fucking wife. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to WrestleMania. Oh, fuck, I gotta get my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mario got too into his dinosaur wife and forgot about his Brooklyn wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he runs off on his own, and then this is when Luigi and Daisy get caught by Koopa, because they run into them in the hallway. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm finally back to where I thought it was. Yeah. Um, okay, so Mario goes to the room with the Brooklyn girls, and... Tries to sneak in, but one of them's like, yo, it's Mario! Yeah, he's like crawling across a bridge with a graded floor, and he like calls his wife over, and is just like, shh, don't say anything, it's me, I'm here to save you. And then like, his wife walks over and is like, oh, hey, look, it's, don't say anything, shh, be quiet, Mario's here. And she looks up and she goes, hey, Mario! It's like... the most Brooklyn fucking way. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, sorry, sorry, American energy just took over me and I couldn't help it. (laughs) Oh, okay, so they they knock out the guards and are removing, like, a grate over some sort of a weird, like, ventilation air conditioning system. It's, like, partially frozen over to remind you of the time Mario froze over their entire ventilation, I guess, through the plumbing? Sure. And and then as, as some other Goomba guards come in to go get them, uh, they slide in on a mattress, which is a Jamaican bobsled... <laughs> Through this this icy toboggan fucking course, <laughs> through the pipes, and the Goombas come in on their own mattress after them. Oh, and the Goomba bit is so good because, like, as they're going through the tunnel, like, there's one part where like Mario's like, "Watch out!" and they duck under some icicles, and one of the Goombas gets knocked off, yeah. and they're having a laugh. But the part that makes it so funny to me is there's a part where they finally, like, both fall off and they lose their mattress. And they're like, oh, we lost them. And then you see one of the Goombas sliding down on top of another one as if it was the mattress. And I'm like, yes, "Yes, absolutely. Like, that is the correct way. Like, have both of them get knocked off and then one rides the other. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. They, like, they went so far with the joke and I so appreciate it. Uh, okay, so, so Mario and the Brooklyn girls come sliding out at the end of the tunnel. At a hell of an angle, too, I might add. They may, yeah. despite their slow speed, they keep a solid, like, 30 degrees to the ground. <laughs> oh, and, and they bash, they bash into the Goombas that had grabbed Luigi and Daisy. But that doesn't matter, because King Koopa's there with his de-evolution beam, because now they have it portable. 
And he's ready to fuck them up and get that rock back. Okay. So, uh, they eventually dumpster him into, like, a bin. Uh, and then he starts just blasting at him. And Mario's like, I gotta stop that. He's blasting at us. Oh, this is when he's still at a flamethrower, for what it's worth. Because yeah, they had a lot a of scenes of him shooting fireballs all over the place. Oh, By was way, it just a flamethrower? Yeah, okay. that's flame the thrower, thing, too. Yeah. They decided that, like, since fireballs were a common weapon in Mario, the way they should signify that is, like, half of the troops in this world are armed with a flamethrower, which is a nightmare of Geneva Conventions. So, like, this is, <laughs> yeah. like really awful weapons. And they're just, yeah, they all have these <laughs> things. And uh, the other thing we forgot to mention is they do show it earlier on. It's not used yet, but they have uh, Koopa, like, sitting in his room, kind of, like, polishing one. And it's a portable de-evolution ray. And uh, what it is yeah. is a super scope painted matte black, <laughs> which is very yes, good. Yes. It's just a super scope. A hundred percent super scope. But he's in this bucket hanging over the street, and Mario leaps up underneath him and, uh, like grabs onto it and this is where i believe ty was like i love this part because this is where mario just realizes oh shit i'm just kind of a schlubby guy this whole adventure and forgot like oh yeah i'm just a guy <laughs> i'm bob hoskins i can't do this he's like struggling to climb up he's like i've made a terrible mistake <laughs> and this is where uh they drop the stone and leah yes. sees it and what Mario does to uh, throw off King Koopa is he unlaces one of his shoes because the the stone was on like this like leather kind of strap, like almost like mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. a work boot shoelace. And so he wraps that around his hand and makes it look like he's got the stone in his hand and has like the the leather straps hanging out so he can still pretend like he has it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might and- be the smartest Mario has ever been portrayed, I want to point out. Yeah. Just throw that out there. Well, again, this is like a super competent Mario. Like, they make Mario the everyman who is able to do the things an everyman should be able to do. Like, think on your feet and repair shit. (laughs) Like, it's, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's great. And and then this is where Lena jumps at the rock as it's falling and gets electrocuted and gets her Frankenstein hair. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, for no reason. We all thought that, I was like, oh shit, that's a horrible way to die. And then she just gets up and walks away. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Okay. Sure. She's like uh, screaming while ranking the turtle, like, it's my time! Ha ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> like, the dumbest fucking thing. And, and then that's where she runs to the meteorite, tries mm-hmm. to insert it, and then gets skeletonized against the wall instantly. <laughs> with yes. her hair in the wall, too. And it's fucking great. <laughs> okay, so that's because Luigi and Daisy went after her to go and stop her. Okay, and that's so what as, that they're, has happened. Yeah. as they're trying to stop her, she inserts the meteorite. And at the same time, Mario is mono a mono against King Koopa. Uh, and he pulls out a bomb, like we were saying earlier. And the bomb scene is so fucking good. And it goes on for so long. This thing is literally like maybe an inch and a half, two inches tall. Like, it's so tiny. It looks like someone took one of those generic little walking toys and we're just like, hey, let's put a little paper mache bomb over the top of it. Like, that's, I, I think that's exactly what they did. What they did. Yeah. It, yeah. This is a kid's meal toy, is what this yeah. is. <laughs> so, so really he, good. He, he winds it up, puts it down, it immediately falls into a grate, and like, into nowhere. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh-huh. But it's still going. It's I just want to mention that every time, by the way, like, when he pulls out this bomb, 
Yeah. Like this tiny little shitty kids me alas babom every single time yeah. that anybody sees it, they're all like, Holy fuck, it's a yeah. babom! It's like it's like in Gundam Turn A, there's like a part where half of the people in the scene know what a nuclear bomb is and half of them don't. And it's the yeah. reaction yeah. of like Mario and them just being like, Yeah, this little toy thing, sure, whatever. And everyone else in the room going, Jesus Christ, that's a nuke! Do you know what that is? And <laughs> like, the fucking deck! Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> every time that he pulls out the bomb, every time somebody every time sees, someone it, sees it, like, yeah, like so yeah, the bomb yeah. like falls down into the grate and it's being it's falling into the big fungal mass, which as we now know is you know the sentient father or whatever. But they cut mm-hmm. away and cut to this thing. It has to be over the course of like six minutes, multiple times, mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. still just kind of like yeah. trotting along, <laughs> just like this thing. It just has the bomb adventure for a while. <laughs> it just goes on a quest. It has the tiniest fuse too like you can see the fuse almost burnt yeah. out like four separate times and it just gets longer it's so good it just keeps going and as they're squaring off uh the realities start to merge because of the skeletonized lena did get the shard in the meteorite so at that point both koopa and mario I guess Thanos snapped because they're fucking It, it is the Thanos snap <laughs> effect, like literally like them turning into particles and blowing away oh. into the breeze. Oh. <laughs> I don't feel good. I don't feel good, Mr. Koopa. I don't, oh. I don't feel so good, Luigi. <laughs> Luigi. Yeah, Mario's dissolving. Luigi's like, no, Mario. <laughs> and they get... They get warped into modern day Brooklyn again. Yeah. As the, the realities merge. Site. As well. Yes, and Koopa gets tossed his de-evolution beam now, and they see Scapelli, and so he shoots Scapelli with the laser and turns him into a monkey. And it, the best thing is, is he goes, ha ha, monkey. And then every single person that's watching this, they're like, for some reason, okay, yeah, there's that's, like that's news cameras there and everything, and there's this whole crowd of people, and everybody has the appropriate reaction to this. Give me that Devo gun! Scapelli! Oh, wait. Monkey! Monkey in a suit is really good. The wink! Yo, this is great! Everyone's just having a blast. Oh, Scapelli, that guy fucking sucked. This chimp in a suit, this guy rules. Monkey in a suit! Monkey in a suit! Monkey in a suit! And it's just, yeah, a chimp kind of bouncing around in a man-sized suit, and it's very funny, and I... everyone loves it, and everyone's like, yeah, fuck that guy. Like, this is a movie where there's a lot of times where everyone collectively says, eh, fuck that guy, and everyone's like, yeah, that guy sucked. <laughs> Because <laughs> Scapelli, as far as I they, know, for the rest of the film, and presumably the rest no, of the time... they didn't turn him back. He's a chimp. Yeah. yeah, he got turned into yes. a monkey permanently. No. Yeah. He's gone. <laughs> He's just now a chimp man. Scapelli. But I love that... that- this is Bowser's big weapon, right? This is what he's going to yeah. use to take over the world. And everybody reacts to it with, like, gales of laughter because it's amazing. It turned that man into a chip. Did you see that? It turned that man into a chip. 
<laughs> so, so good. good. Uh, so at the same time, Luigi and Daisy get the shard back out of the meteorite, and then they re-dissolve back into the parallel world. And d- did you forget about the bomb? I didn't f- forget about the bomb. That fucker's still climbing, <laughs> motherfucker. Nobody forgot about the bomb because the whole time we have a bunch of scenes of like it going across a street and a guy driving a car and seeing it and going, "Oh shit, bomb!" <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like too that no one misses this tiny little one no, and a half inch object. No. They're all just like, "Oh Jesus!" <laughs> yeah, like, it'd be like seeing like a black widow spider just descend in front of you, just like, "Ah!" <laughs> oh my god! So, so the bomb shows up underneath the grate that King Koopa's standing on with its Reebok shoes. <laughs> Yes. Fuck it has Reebok shoes. It literally uh, shows. By the way, they they put two little Reebok stickers on the bottom <laughs> of the little walkers, which you gotta wonder how much they paid for that. It's, it's like the enough. worst advertising it's, ever, but they no, paid it's way the too best. much. It's the best. <laughs> so so it explodes and knocks Koopa into a uh, another bin after. The Mario Brothers started to de-evolve him a little bit with because they got de-evolution de- guns thrown towards them. Okay, so in in the bin, he turns into a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur. Yeah. Oops. Oops. We unlike us who turn into chimps, he turns into a T Rex. Yeah. Shit. Fuck. We screwed up. <laughs> so they just blast him. They just went in, blasted. <laughs> fucking Danny DeVito came in. He's like, I just went in, blasted. <laughs> and they devolve him further into the primordial ooze that he was before, and he's fucking dead. <laughs> And you know what? Yeah, they turn him into just a pun. Yeah, and, and which... everybody is ecstatic about that. Oh, shit. It is amazing. Everyone immediately is celebrating. There is joy in the streets. They're just like, yeah. Like, like people within 30 seconds have paint yeah. rollers out and are using white paint to paint over all of his campaign signs and shit. They're just like, God, we've been waiting. Really, <laughs> really quickly, I just want to say they're painting over the campaign sign of Bowser where he's sitting there holding a chainsaw on a yes. poster as opposed to the other one beside it where it shows Koopa the Benevolent and he's kissing a baby. <laughs> so yeah. they have two posters side by side of Bowser with a chainsaw and Bowser with a baby. <laughs> it's real good. It's so good. <laughs> so uh, after that, uh, they have the talk with Daisy to be like, alright, you coming? We're going. We already brought all the Brooklyn girls back. We sent them home. Let's go. Uh, I can't. I gotta stay here, man. That's where my dad is. I gotta help this world. And Luigi, oh, Luigi yeah. doesn't By get it. By the way, at some point, and, and this is not related to anything else that happens, yeah. it's just like at some point, um, out of the grave mind uh, emerges a, an old oh, man yeah. again who's like, yeah, Jeremy Corbyn just yes. falls out of the grave mind and is like, oh, I guess I'm king again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they don't re-evolve him. He's just like, oh, I'm king now. <laughs> It, it was very much a Dr. Manhattan assembling himself out of Adam's yeah, thing. Shit. Like, he's just like, ooh, that took a while, but I turned myself from a fungus back into a man. He just realizes how to re-evolve. It's fine. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. And Daisy stays behind. The Mario Brothers go back to Brooklyn, where their business is even better because they got on the news for saving the world and the parallel world. And then the door gets kicked open. Ugh! And Daisy shows up in, like, post-apocalyptic garb with a fucking gun. She's like, you gotta come with me. <laughs> yeah, Daisy's strapped in <laughs> yeah. this. She's, like, wearing a bunch of ammo belts and shit. She's Daisy all Mad Max rules. Does. 
It's open. Oh no. Luigi, Mario! <laughs> Daisy! You gotta come with me, I need your help. What, what's wrong? You're never gonna believe this. I believe they fucking it. back to the future does. <laughs> I believe. It's amazing. There's ammo belts, and one thing we uh, didn't really mention too much is they use like really big, like thirty millimeter bullets, yeah. like things that almost look like big shotgun mm -hmm. shells, and have little bullet bills yes. painted on them, and that's what yeah. they're using as charges for the stompers. But she comes in just strapped with yeah, just like an ammo belt covered in bullet bills. The other thing <laughs> is when they do get mentioned on the news. Uh, <laughs> the guy is going through and talking about all the stuff they did, and he's like, and in fact, I would call them the Super Mario oh. Brothers. And they're just like, yay! Title draw. <laughs> yeah, it's quite yeah. good. And they, they like set up the sequel. As, yeah. as things that they don't de-evolve. Like, so, because Jeremy Corbyn comes out of the slime and, like, mm -hmm. reassembles himself, like, to nail home that they didn't just re-evolve everybody... They show Toad in the next scene, still as a Goomba. They just leave He's him there like that forever. <laughs> leave him as a happy Goomba man. Oh, they never re-evolve Toad. It's real good. And in the next movie, we get the post-apocalyptic Daisy with guns blasting, and it turns into Mad Max, and it could have been so fucking good, and they never made it. Oh. They never made it. What a tragedy. <laughs> People really misevaluated this movie. I mean, like, don't get me uh. wrong. It's not a great Super Mario movie, no. but it totally is. Like, it's the best Super Mario movie, despite not really being a Super Mario movie. Look, they took the elements, and they made them work, and they had a great time doing it. And, like, I mean, they made New Donk City. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just made a New Donk, yeah. Like, I mean, it's funny looking back at it now, because I haven't watched this in, like, 20 years, but... The funny thing for me is seeing the places that Mario has gone now, this feels more in line with Mario than it did then. Like I said, like, like it it feels really in line comedy-wise and stuff with like Paper Mario stuff, right? Like the Goombas ice sliding on the Goombas themselves. Oh yeah. Shit like that oh, is I could just... totally see that being a bit just like an escape yeah, an escape sequence out of an ice elemental temple, and as mm -hmm. you're escaping, there's three Goombas chasing you, and then one falls off, then another falls off, then they all fall off, and then them riding on each other comes after you. Like that is exactly a paper Mario bit, for sure. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> as much as it doesn't actually follow a a plot like that, like the the feel of it, the tone of it, feels super like what Mario is now in terms of like a lot of that. I mean, stuff. chasing a gem to prevent the dimensions from merging is like shockingly Paper That's Mario paper in Mario. and of itself. Yeah. yeah, which like, oh no, there's seven crystals because we have 15 hours to fill. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's really weird that it actually wrapped around to what like it was so far off of what Mario was, and then it wrapped around to what Mario is now. Which is just uh, strange. I did forget to mention that Yoshi is totally fine and he didn't die from stabbing and is also still a very good boy at the end of the movie. So that's that's important to Yeah, mention. Daisy just removes the stab yeah. implement and then unchains him. Uh, because apparently Yoshi had a long enough chain on his collar that he could walk from the top floor all the way down to the king's right, chamber. yeah. yeah. On yeah. his chain. Yeah. They don't really ever explain that. And then Daisy's like, wow, that they let you get all the way up. Well, I mean, I guess I'll take it off, but like, it doesn't seem like you need yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was <laughs> really oh, good. And then after that, as Daisy was riding Yoshi, she came across, uh, across a cliff. 
And the cliff was just slightly too tall to jump. So she knew what she had to do, but it, as a single tear ran down her eye, she's like, I'm sorry. It's okay, and he'll then, just run around for a little while and then the come back. And she jumped off the Yoshi, and Yoshi <laughs> fell into the pit. But in the third sequel, we see Yoshi come back. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the Mario Bros. movie. It. and it's, it's a wild ride. Really good and fun. Yeah, yeah like, I... I have been putting off seeing this movie for so long, and yeah, glad I did, because it just rules, and I think the longer you wait, the better this movie's gonna yeah. be. Like, I imagine in 2050, this is gonna be a real knee slapper. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that I liked it more on this watch than I did on my original watch, like, because I forgot a lot of it from when I first watched it, and I thought it was kind of forgettable, and now watching it as somebody older, I'm like, man, this movie is fucking great. Why did I, I... I can't believe that I forgot so much of it because it's so wild and it's like, just great how much it goes for shit. It's weird because the production values are so high yes. across the board, but they're high in the in what you would presume in 1989 as the wrong mm -hmm. ways for Mario to a certain extent. But, like, they're there. They did incredible set, set piece work. Like, they did a bunch of really good cinematography. It's it's wild like, how this is actually like just a really good movie and it happens to be a weird mario it's, thing it's underneath. weird that it's like the perfect 80s mad max robocop terminator like judge blade runner yeah. judge dread movie like how did they do that <laughs> it's yeah. so good yeah the the underground city is just such a pastiche of all those kinds of things like and every every scene in the background like as they're doing all the chase sequences and stuff in the yeah. underground city Every scene is loaded with, like, cars exploding in the background, like, people stabbing each other. Like, it's just, like, this weird fight-all-the-time cyber dystopia, and it's turned to After 11. After seeing this movie, there is nothing I want more than in Super Mario Odyssey 2 to have, like, Dinopolis yes. as a, like, full world. Because, like, New Donk City already ruled and that was like super pleasant nice time you could even have it be a parallel world like you fall into a parallel dimension in new donk city and you're in dinopolis like that would be amazing and follow the canon of the mario brothers movie yeah. go to dark 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 <laughs> dark donk city yeah dark donk dark, dark, dark city. donk city also known as dinopolis <laughs> i would be so in for that like they haven't done a cyberpunk mario town before really I, not that i know of and this is the perfect yeah. opportunity. There needs to be a Super Mario Brothers movie video game in some aspect. And they're there never needs to be a level. They're never going to revisit where a grandma it. asks. Yeah, yeah. Ask, a yeah. grandma asks you if you're armed, and you say no, and then she pulls a gun yes. on you. <laughs> like God, even most, that, I could uh, see that happening in a Paper Mario. I could see you going to like an old grandma, oh, grandma sure. Goomba, and like Granny Granny Goomba's like, "Oh, where do you want to go, kids?" <laughs> you talk to her yeah. for a while, and she's like, "All right, eat shit, motherfucker." <laughs> and just pulls out like a bazooka. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like. <laughs> Oh, it's uh, so good. Okay, well, uh, we I guess we should. Yoshi. I guess we should rate the dogs. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Yoshi. Mm -hmm. Yoshi has a very weird Yoshi tongue, but is a very good dog. Uh, I would rate Yoshi a definitely a horse out of ten. Yeah, Yo Yoshi's a good yeah. missing link between dog and yeah. horse. We know they yeah. both lay eggs. Dino horse dog, canonically Yoshi. Hmm. Mm. Uh, Yoshi does have all of the most important attributes of a good dog, which is a uh, very sweet, lovely little animal and absolute sense of right and wrong mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. justice and can tell when someone is evil from a mile away, which is, of course, 
all dogs can do this, as we all know. So uh, I got to say, it's 10 out of 10. Great dog. Right, let's rate the other dog. How are we rating Toad? <laughs> Thank you. I was <laughs> waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would rate Toad as very good boy who knows how to throw a plate of vegetables out of 10. Toad has the exact same aspects of dog. Ty just mentioned, like, how mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dogs canonically all know good and bad. And even when D evolved, Toad knew to get that plate of steamed vegetables. He still realized his loyalty to her highness. <laughs> and just, get, like, I gravitated towards her anyways, despite all of it. And he was just always happy. I just, I love how happy Toad was the entire time. The eyes that they have for him are just incredible. If you haven't looked up, just look up Toad Super Mario Brothers movie. It's just an incredible animation. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a really good dog through and through. I think I got to give the Goombas a uh, David Byrne out of 10. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> well, well, thank you for being here, Ty. We super appreciate it. Uh, yeah, always a pleasure. Now I'm just looking at pictures of David Byrne <laughs> in his real big suit. <laughs> Uh, if you have not checked out Ty's stream, it's twitch.tv slash Ty Tuesday. Um, is there anything else you would want to plug? No, that's, that's, let's go. Uh, Podcast of the Galactic Heroes. Uh, it's Gundam underscore podcast on Twitter. That's the one I run as well. So Yeah, yep. yeah and it's really, really good. I highly recommend uh, that podcast. The, there's some <laughs> wonderful bits in it. The, the whole Turn A Gundam yeah. stuff so, was fantastic. And hmm. uh, you're on. Yeah, it's anime. Anime talk, we're doing um, Cyborg 009 right now, which is wild and constantly one-ups itself. We went from, well, how are they going to top fighting cyber dinosaurs? And then the next episode is, we have to fight God. And you're like, okay, that's pretty (laughs) wild. How do they top that? And then you get extra-dimensional aliens (laughs) that are unknowable colors from space. And you're like, ah, I see. Uh, And end of every season, we do a bad movie. We did uh, Paul Blart 1 and 2, Grown Ups 1 and 2, and Sex and the City 1. And presumably, at the end of this season, Sex and the City 2. Oh, God. I... uh, Oh boy! No. Sex in the City was like three hours long too, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, so is the sequel. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Enjoy. But thanks everybody for listening. Uh, mm-hmm. You can check us out. Uh, we're on Twitter at Rough Cuts Cast, which is R U F F. And you can also send in suggestions for movies, or we actually have even gotten fan art from a couple of things with Benji the Hunted. Uh, you can send it <laughs> into roughcutscast at gmail.com. Right. And, and remember to always open the door, get on the floor, and definitely walk the dinosaur. Go, 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 go